You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilcom, along with Father Tim Beeren. And we're coming to you from St. Charles Parish, St. Charles Borromeo Church, that is, in St. Charles, Minnesota, home of Winterfest. I saw that, Father Beeren, on my way in. Big, big doings here in St. Charles. We enjoy the snow, we enjoy the cold. And we also enjoy guests, especially pro-life guests, who are able to inspire us to a greater witness in our own lives for the defense of the sanctity of life. And these folks, they're on their way to the March for Life. We're going to be visiting with Father Greg Hammond and Abby Hammerman from the Diocese of Fargo about what they're looking forward to most as they stand for the unborn on Friday. Father and Abby, thanks for being on the air with us. Father, where are you? You're welcome. Where are you guys? You're currently in your parish right now, and when are you taking off? No, we are uh, in Fargo right now at the uh, Pastoral Center. The diocesan office is there in South Fargo. We just gathered about an hour ago. Uh, We've had Mass just now, and we are... Uh, going to do some final things before we head to the airport. Wow, thank you so much for being with us then. I, you have quite the schedule there, and uh, and as you uh, prepare to leave, I'm sure there's a lot of excitement uh, with the anticipation of the of the traveling. Abby, can you tell us a little bit about what you are uh, currently feeling as you get ready for this? Um, right now I'm a little anxious. Um, I've never been to something like this before, but I'm really excited. It should be really fun. Why did you decide to sign up for it, Abby, ultimately? Um, well, Father Hammond talked to us about it, and I've just really had a, always a good belief about abortion and like unborn rights, and I've always just wanted to present that, and so I just decided to go, and I thought it would be a good idea. And Father uh, Hammond, you um, have uh, helped to organize uh, this this uh, pilgrimage, if you will, to uh, Washington, D.C., and, and what really, you know, obviously there's probably a given here, but if you can share in your own words why you are doing this. Sure. I was first invited to be a chaplain uh, about six years ago. This is my sixth trip um, for the for the trip for the for the group. This group has been going from the diocese of Fargo for <clears throat> well over twenty years. I think this is the twenty sixth year. And when I was a seminarian, I was out in the Washington D.C. area, and I was able to go to the March for Life every year during that time. And the march always was just uh, a a, a, it was a very full day for, uh, before the sun came up and after the sun went down, but it was a day of just enthusiasm. It was so much more than I ever expected it to be. It was just a, such a celebration of life, and it really uh, convicted me, both by the people who were there with uh, in, with youth and with enthusiasm to to celebrate the gift of life, but also the the people who are there who are more more somber, more prayerful. Um, and even sometimes people with pictures de- demonstrating the uh, the horror of what abortion actually is, uh, all of that kind of came together to really convict my heart that this is something that is, on the one hand, really, really valuable to take in, the March for Life itself, but the pro-life cause as a whole is just so uh, central, both so that we can appreciate uh, and thank the Lord for, for our life, but also um, be vigilant for other people. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Matt Wilcom, along with Father Tim Barron. We're speaking with 
Father Greg Heyman and Abby Haberman from the Diocese of Fargo, and they're a part of a group that is about to embark on the March for Life in D.C. And Father, what what does this current pilgrimage all entail? It is a full week. Uh, we're traveling today, and we'll be coming back on Sunday. But in the in the meantime, it's uh, a trip that really helps by the various things that we that we visit in the Washington D.C. area. Things that are very central, of course, to us as as Americans and our in our government and our country. Um, but through that, we we see different aspects of how human dignity has been. Uh, upheld and promoted, for instance, through just the, the founding documents and the founding ideals of our country. Tomorrow we're supposed to be visiting the Capitol building itself. Um, but also the ways that that human dignity has been trampled upon. So we will visit the Holocaust Museum. We'll visit the battlefields in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, where the Civil War, or the, that great Civil War battle was fought. And so we try to show how, in different ways, human dignity has been upheld and, and trampled upon, and how we then, ourselves, in our own time, can, can take on that, 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 that cause and that, that mission of upholding life. Are you primarily... The, the main event, of course, will be... Sorry. The main event, of course, will be the march on Friday, and the evening before is a great vigil mass at the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception that kind of kicks the whole main festivities off. Sure. Okay. Very good. Uh, will there be any other uh, officials uh, from the diocese joining you out there later, or is this the entire entourage that is leaving shortly? Yeah. No, there are other groups. Um, I know a bus group just left yesterday from some parishes around Grand Forks and maybe other places as well. Um, Bishop Folda will be joining us out there. We're going to have a Mass all together on Friday morning that will be um, celebrated by him. So we'll have a nice contingent from... Uh, the Fargo Diocese, different parishes and schools, and then I know a, a number of groups from the Bismarck Diocese are going as well. Abby, we would like to uh, ask you a question. In addition to the march, we know that you're looking forward to the march, obviously, but what is something else that you're looking forward to? What is one of the other places that you're going to see that you're looking forward to seeing for the first time? Um, No, no place in specific. I'm just, I've never been to D.C. before, so... I'm just really looking forward to all the monuments and just like the historical events that happen there. What you're going to discover, Abby, is that when you're at the march, you're like one big family. It is amazing how everybody mm-hmm. is so respectful and loving and, and really uh, because the, the the cherishing of life. Did you uh, prepare for this, Abby, by making posters or any type of publicity that you're going to be carrying? No, I did not. Okay, Father, are they going to have like signs or anything available, or how does that work for you guys? Well, since we travel by plane, we don't really have a lot of uh, space to bring things like that with us. Happily, though, there, there's always groups out there that are handing out signs, uh, different pro-life signs, etc. Uh, maybe they're connected like to 40 Days for Life or something like that. So it is easy to find a sign um, that's being handed out and to, to, to lift that up. We also have a banner that that, that uh, kind of identifies ourselves as the diocese as a contingent from the diocese of Fargo. Um, but there's just so much enthusiasm out there that it's really easy to get swept up into other groups while they're a high school group that's got a, 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 a drum beat going and maybe uh, a chant that we can jump in with. And it's kind of fun to see how the groups mix together and uh, become one big group at the march. Abby, one last question for you. Uh, why is it important for youth like yourself to go to a major event like this and to stand for life? Um, I think it's important because 
it's also important to show other people and other students your age how like important this is and how you can stand up for what you think is right, even being a teenager and being young like this. And you don't have to be an adult to stand up and for what you believe is right. Abby, thank you. You make the rest of us proud, those especially of us that are not able to attend this year. Uh, so thank you so much for uh, for signing up, for attending, and uh, we'll, of course, certainly keep you in our prayers uh, with the rest of the, uh, the the members that will be traveling with you. Uh, Father, what would you like to leave with listeners this morning? Any final thoughts? Um, just, uh, first of all, a, a request for, for prayer and encouragement. You know, so few of us can actually, who would maybe want to, go to the march are actually able to do so um but to join us in prayer uh join us on the television and radio it's, it's really great to be able to to join in with it on the the ways that it's televised primarily probably on ewtn but um but just to re- remember that it's really easy when you're at the march to know that you are not alone in uh, your pro-life beliefs and your desire to to promote life we can forget that when we're in our own communities and we can feel alone so often but it's that's quite a lie we are not alone in wanting to promote life so if we can remember that that can do a lot to give us energy and uh, enthusiasm and father it's probably too late for uh, anybody to join your group at this point but how about for somebody like myself who's never been to the march for life uh when should we start thinking about it or planning for it well this group that is who are going out together now, uh, people start signing up. It's, it's a high school group, so they start signing up around uh, July or, or so. Um, and then, of course, we always need some adult chaperones as well. Um, but I know parish groups probably start coordinating it in the summertime, putting out promotional uh, invitations to get uh, a bus or a plane trip coordinated. Uh, so that's probably the best time to start doing it. But, uh, but I suppose a lot of people who are closer jump in the car that day and, and head out Absolutely. Um, and uh, just make a, a little adventure out of it. Sure. Father Greg Hammond and Abby Haberman, thank you so much for joining us on Real Presence Live. You're about to head out for the March for Life, and we're our prayers go with you, as I'm sure all the listeners uh, to this program, Real Presence Live. So thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Thanks. And that takes us, Father Buren, just about to the end of our show. Uh, next show is tomorrow morning. And we tell us all about that is production assistant Eli. Whoa, that's me. It is. <laughs> it's coming up on our next show. That's tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, hosted by Dr. Chris Bergwald and Emily Leadham. They'll be live from St. Lambert's Church in Sioux Falls. A new year means a new legislative session in South Dakota. Chris Motes, Executive Director for the South Dakota Catholic Conference, will stop by to give us a sense of what we might see in the next couple months. And, as many of our listeners know, the Diocese of Sioux Falls is preparing for the ordination and installation of their new bishop. Current Bishop Paul Swain will join us to share some of his favorite memories over the years and talk about what's next for him in retirement. And why is it so important for married couples to spend time together, just the two of them? That's what we'll ask Deacon Jim and Barb Shear as we preview an upcoming marriage retreat for married couples at Terra Sancta Retreat Center in Rapid City. All of that and so much more, straight talk, 10-minute tour, all that good stuff, coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on The Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Thank you, Eli. Just want to reiterate our congratulations to Bishop-elect Donald DeGroote, uh, who's going to be the new Bishop of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. 
Uh, he was part of the formation team uh, when I was in seminary, and uh, I, I don't know how he handled this rowdy. I, I think I think that probably was uh, something that helped form him to be bishop material. Because if you can handle forming a, a, a guy like me, <laughs> or trying to, if you can at least get through that, four years of it. And I have to say, Bishop-elect is a phenomenal man of God, very prayerful, um, just really uh, has been a phenomenal spiritual father to so many. Um, I have to confess I'm a little jealous of Sioux Falls. You certainly are getting one of the best, and uh, what a blessing uh, as he uh, becomes your bishop. And I know it's bittersweet as you say goodbye to uh, Bishop Swain, but of course um, the Lord is always in control, and the Holy Spirit is guiding everything. And so very happy for all of you in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Absolutely. And uh, thank you also for tuning in to Real Presence Live on a Monday. And hopefully you're staying warm this morning. And we are going to be coming to you again live tomorrow morning. And uh, as Eli said, we have a great show tomorrow highlighting Bishop Donald DeGroote and our Bishop-elect, that is. Uh, but uh, it, uh, it reminded me of when I was up in Duluth for the funeral of another formator of mine, uh, Bishop, former Bishop Paul Serba. And I saw Father, then Father DeGroote. <laughs> in the crowd there and looking back on that I was like I wonder if he knew at that point that he had been appointed I'd, I'd have to ask him that at some point but um, thank you again for tuning in to Real Presence Live I'm Matt Wilkham and I'm Father Tim Buren how about a blessing Father may the Lord be with each and every one of you Father, Son, Holy Spirit Amen thanks so much again more to life up next here on the RPR Network This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.